0: This is episode 319 on October 10th, 2019. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and anything else that jumps in our minds. I'm Dave Podner.
1: And I'm Greg McMillan.
0: And as always, just the two of us.
1: Yes. We've hijacked it. We have. We've hijacked this train, and we're going to derail it.
0: (laughs) Total flaming disaster. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because there's never been two guys named Joe and Matt who have ever been on this show before. Who's that? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh. So, yeah, uh, we're we're running a little short this week. Uh, Joe and Matt have had life intervene with podcasting as sometimes happens and no problem at all and we'll continue on and uh we should be back to full strength next week.
1: Uh but you ever you, you notice, Dave, that I haven't missed one in so long that I must <laughs> I must not have a life.
0: Or you work weird shifts. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> yes, I, I do work weird shifts, but I, I, I uh <laughs> yeah. I managed to get Get time to do this. That's so. eh, true.
0: But hey, you know what? Like I said, stuff happens and I understand completely. So.
1: Yeah, we'll just say they're on assignment.
0: There we go. Deep, they're under deep cover somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so, and well, you know what? Let's get started on something you'll bring up during the focus point.
1: Focus point.
0: And, Greg, you mentioned – I don't want to say call it a new app, a new-to-me app. And there's – I think there's generally so many apps out there that there's so much that even people who are trying to find things just don't notice. Because when you mentioned the name of this, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll look at you – know, I looked it up and didn't ring a bell. Then you said, oh, yeah, I've had it for the last couple of years.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, it's yeah.
0: like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, You know, it's been sitting on my phone um, probably for about two or three years. And, you know, I just rediscovered it. And, and I'm really liking it. And so, what it is, it's an app called Stellar. And it's a, a story-making app that's kind of similar to the stories that you see on Instagram. Um, I mean, you, you can... so you could put a story together with your photos and you can actually put videos in with it as well. And th- it's, it has a really nice interface. Um, it's a free app and there are uh, some in-app purchases you can do for like different templates and, and whatnot. Th- themes, I guess you could say, because each, each template has probably, oh, anywhere from eight to 12 different uh, page styles. So you can have a, a page with just text, or you can you can have a page with um, you know two or three different images and whatnot, and you can play with the cropping and whatnot of the of the photos. And so you, you put this together and uh, upload it to to Stellar. And there's a community there. It, you know, it's just like any other social media uh, application where you can follow people, you can um, look at their stories, comment on them, like them all that jazz, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. Um, this past week, let's see, I have put on five stories. Uh, I had one story on there from a few years ago, and let's just say that it was long, long ago, long enough ago that I used my Canon camera for the photos that are in it. Um, it's pictures that I took at nighttime around my city. But this past week, I've Taken, you know, last week I talked about going to Toronto and taking a few shots down there. I put a story on about that. Uh, I just put some random images on in a set. Uh, I did that at twice, actually. And there was a trip that my wife and I took to the beach, you know, in late summer. It was a beautiful day. I put some just pictures on there from that. But the one I really like that I've done um, was from two years ago. About this time of year, two years ago, and I did a, a video that's on the Tiny Shutter YouTube channel, I think, um, and it's a trip to Bruce Peninsula National Park, and it was when I I just got my iPhone eight plus at the time, <clears throat> excuse me. So I wanted to test it out, and a friend of mine took me up to this place. It's just up the peninsula from where I live, and I'd never been there before, and. Our intent for the day was to go and shoot some fall colors but once we got there it was overcast the winds picked up and it's a real rocky shore and with with cliffs and everything and the way the water was hitting the shoreline and it was just you know it just took us we just uh we couldn't get away. We couldn't get away from there to, to do do fall colors. So we just spent a couple of hours there shooting, the waves hitting the the you know the rocks, and I did some slow motion video and and got wet and everything else. And you know it was a really really good afternoon of shooting. And so I put that story on there. And um, Dave, I'll give you a link to it that you can actually share with the Facebook group if you want, and um, you know people can check it out that way. But it's, And you can also export them to Instagram. So I did that last night with this story. And when you do that, it ex- exports as like each page of the story exports as an image file where you can add it to your Instagram story one by one. Or you can go in there and, you know, you can add like I think it's 10 pages at a time and, and then just share it with Instagram. So it had, you know, I had a lot of uh, views on, on Instagram with it so it's 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 a pretty cool um storytelling app
0: you know one thing I did notice when I happened to just do a general web search for it was you can you don't have to be logged in to view people's stories, which is nice,
1: yes, that's right, yeah,
0: and because I was able to find your name um actually just doing a search for Greg um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, you, Greg, and I just did the MC, um, and it just brought up your your page in general, and then yeah. I was able to bring up everything there. And basically, uh, it it looks like the web page itself is real nice. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's very nice. Yeah, unlike Instagram, so which, Instagrams which, isn't it? Yeah, I would say it's it's a lot. The design's a lot nicer, and that is something Instagram really has fallen down on. Is the their web page design, um, in terms of looking nice, yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily just <clears throat> on Instagram, but it seems like Instagram. Instagram's main feature is we have users, or mm-hmm. the web because they don't even they, they still do not have an iPad app for Instagram, yeah, and, and that that is horrible right now. Um, it. it the thing's been around long, but getting close in 10 years for an for iPads. Yeah, if not a 10 right. year. So it, it's, it, I think it's time, uh, do that or make a really good web page experience, which they don't have. Um, yeah. so yeah, I would say this, this actually looks like when I look at your, your page for the stories, um, it actually looks like, um, and also just because of the, the thumbnails they put up, it almost looks like you're looking at a book collection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the um, and then the nice thing about this too, is it's available on iOS and Android. So anybody and everybody that's in the mobile photography or, mm-hmm. you know, just wants to put a story together like this, they can do it on, on their phone. And then, um, you know, people can look at it on the website. Like you say, you don't even have to log in. You can, you can just browse, find people, um, but if you want to start following people, then you have to have an account, obviously. But uh, it's free. And again, the internet purchases... Uh, I've actually made a couple on there, um, and they're not that bad for me in Canada. They were, you know, like, I don't know, a $1.99 or something. Or it, it, you know, they're, they're not that expensive. Um, the price of a cup of coffee somewhere. So, um, you know, I, I just found... It's it's a really nice way to tell a story with your photos.
0: Which is always a nice thing because, I mean, we, we, t- we take photos because we like to take photos. But I think for a lot of people, we take photos because we want to show people what we've also experienced. Exactly. So yeah. this is just a really good way of saying, well, here's what I've been through. Or here's a place I went to. Or... I think, honestly, I think that's why Instagram stories are getting so popular, because it's not just, here's a photo I took, which is your normal Instagram post, but here's a series of photos about a trip I went to, or I know locally, uh, last weekend, uh, they had something in Pittsburgh called Open Doors where you could actually go behind the scenes to different office buildings, um, arenas, um, hotels, places that you can't just normally go in. And so you would sign up and it's a minimal charge. And you can either go on a guided or just kind of an unguided tour. But people were posting photos through their Instagram stories as a, you know, like, oh, here's the photos I took. Not in terms of a great, wonderful shot that took me a lot of time to set up and frame. Just like, oh, I know I went to a place where most people don't go to. Let me just show what I saw while I was there. Mm -hmm. So something like this where you can tell a story kind of and um, weave things together. And it looks like both video, photo, uh, I shouldn't say both. Video photos and text, and it looks like it's not that bad to actually do a nice little text overlay on some photos to use as a and not just here, some plain text, you know, in the middle of the photo. But uh, some of the yeah. ones I'm seeing here, they're r- really nicely done in terms of almost looking like a, a cover of a magazine, a travel magazine.
1: Yeah, yeah th- there's, um, there's. Different text styles that you can you can put on in, when you're in the text editor. You, there's you know you can um, cycle through probably seven or eight different styles of text, and then you can change the size and the color and all that stuff. So uh, you know it's pretty versatile that way. And I found since I've been playing around with this app a little more this past week, I found like like I went out today. And I'll talk about this later, but I found that as I'm walking around, I'm thinking about things to shoot, specifically to put in Stellar, you know, to tell the story. So it's kind of uh, opened up my creativity a little bit, changed my mindset maybe a little bit as to how I'm shooting. And, um, you know, it's a... I'm I'm starting to get I've never really been one to try to tell a story with my images but I'm kind of getting into that a little more I think and with Stellar it's it, with Instagram stories never thought of it um maybe it's because you know I had these thoughts of leaving Instagram and everything else but um but with Stellar I've found that uh it's just kind of opening up that door of creativity within me to, to try to tell more stories with my images. I'm to say, and I'm, and speak, speaking of Instagram, mm-hmm. um, I hate to say this, but I think I might just stay on Instagram. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, for one, it's because I can export these stories from stellar to Instagram and, and put them there as well. Um, And, I mean, if I could do it to Dayflash, I would. Uh, You know, maybe they'll have a feature like that somewhere. I don't know. But um, Dayflash is still my number one place to to post photos. You know, don't get me wrong. Uh, I haven't posted a decent photo to Instagram for quite some time. And by quite some time, I mean, it's been probably three weeks or whatever. But, um, you know, I the, the algorithms of, of Instagram still just drive me crazy, but you know I've got a a lot of friends there, a lot of people that I've met on there, from around the world, and I don't know. It's I th- I think I'm, I'm probably going to stay. You know, at least for the for the little while here, the next little while, and just see how it goes. But um, but you know, I will be putting most of my stuff on Dave Flash and, and maybe cross-post to Instagram, but um, Dave Flash is still my priority. But, uh, but it's Stellar. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm As Matt would say, I'm really digging it.
0: Mm. Now, I did notice that when you want to create a login for Stellar, you can either create a login, and they do give you the option to log in with Facebook, uh, log in with Instagram, and oh, yeah. let me actually get to the sign in page and sign or sign in with Twitter. Oh, okay. So it depends on how much you trust, well, Facebook, Instagram via or Facebook via Instagram in reality or Twitter if you want to share your access that way.
1: Yeah. Usually I pick a like just an email address and, and mm-hmm. make an account that way when I do these things. Um, very, very seldom. Like I never used to use Facebook as a sign in. Uh, never used Instagram. A couple of times, I think in the history, I've maybe used Twitter. But, but I'll I'll be using an email address to uh, to sign into things like this. But
0: now, one um, thing that is nice, if you do have a Mac, um, and you sign in via Safari, it will suggest the strong password. Save that yes. to your keychain, and when you get the app, it'll remember that for the app.
1: Yes, and that uh, the, I find that invaluable.
0: However, um, I have had know. a case once or twice where the somehow everything the password gets forgotten for whatever reason, oh, yeah. which is a bit of a pain because when they suggest these strong passwords, of course they're random letters and numbers and. Other things mm-hmm. just kind of thrown together, so you just can't remember it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and
0: yeah. you're like, ooh, I guess I'm gonna have to reset my password.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it takes a few minutes, but you know, better safe than sorry. Chain, again, it's 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 not too bad. Yeah, but but yeah, so you know, check out Stellar um, mm-hmm. again, Dave. I'll uh, actually, you can even grab a link if, right from the website. Yeah,
0: I actually, I I, gra- um, I grabbed the uh, link to your particular. Page there, and I already okay, put it super. in the show notes.
1: Oh, excellent! Yeah, so then people can have a look at it and mm-hmm. see what they think, and and um, give it a shot if you want.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I in this thing, I like I said when I'm looking when I looked at their um, their media page, their press page, uh, oh, yeah. and one thing they have here is let me get to the correct one. Getting back here. Uh, Stellar named one of best apps in 2014 by Apple. So that's five years. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah, they've and, been around a while. Yeah, Stellar wow. selected
0: by Apple uh, for the iPhone six display. So apparently, one of the stores um, did put in, and that was from tw- September 2014. So again, uh, we're talking five years ago. Mm-hmm. That Apple that you know and. Be, well, I can't say without direct knowledge, but I'm guessing uh, the people at the Apple store just can't throw whatever they want on those phones. Everything's highly told from above saying what which one should be and which one shouldn't be included and everything else. So um, yeah. I would say, yeah, it, it's it's been around for a while. I'm like I said, yeah. I was kind of shocked to know it's been around that long and I didn't see much buzz about it yet.
1: So, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's kind of funny, but um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm really liking it.
0: Yeah, cool. Thanks for bringing that up. And you know, staying in focus point, you said you had a particular story. You even teased it a little bit when talking about. Well, it's, Stellar. it's,
1: it's more for uh, it's more for you know what we did this past okay. week type of thing. But okay, um, I, I will mention one quick little thing, tidbit. Um, sure. The Apollo the Apollo app. Is on sale right now, through till uh, October sixteenth for ninety nine cents.
0: Oh wow! But let me see. So I don't know if because I purchased it. Yeah, just showing open and for you know what? Let me open this because I know the different countries.
1: Well, it's I think it's ninety nine cents in the U.S.
0: Okay, not Now you uh, we have you have to be careful four, because four, there's like there's 49. a well there is a uh, there is a um a Reddit app called Apollo also.
1: Oh no, this is uh yeah. the kind of Apollo app. Put it right on Instagram. Yeah.
0: But I'm saying in terms of looking for it, um, if oh, you I just see. do a search oh, for yeah, Apollo right. app, oh, you yeah. it it doesn't come up. You almost have to if you do a search for Apollo app photo on a web page it comes up that way yep and i do see i do see it's 99 cents
1: here so yeah
0: that's definitely that's a huge discount so
1: yeah so just for those who are wondering what we're talking about with apollo it's an app that you can add lighting effects and it's based on the depth information of a like a portrait mode or a depth photo that you've taken with a um, you know, a camera that can take these depth images so you can move the lighting around and you can actually see it. Like, okay, say if you have a, a picture of someone's face there and it's a portrait mode photo, you can actually move the light around to the side of their face. It's a really, really cool Um mm-hmm. uh, You know, I played around with, with it before and, and it's, it's just awesome. You can change the color of the lighting and You can add a whole bunch of different light sources and things like that. So it's really, really fun to play with.
0: Yeah, and and like I said, it's it's also a great way to change the mood. Yes, definitely. And just playing around. And the other thing it does an amazing job about is getting the shadow correct. Yeah. That if you move the light app around, it will actually put a shadow on the photo itself in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've, they, they've done a really good yep. job with it. And you know what? You can couple this, Dave, with um, the Focus app, F-O-C-O-S, mm. because now Focus uses AI to take a normal photograph that you've taken with a, a single, like a, not a portrait mode, right? Um, not a portrait mode photo, but just a regular photograph, and it uses AI to determine the depth information you know, like the, the depth information, and it'll actually turn it into an image that you can. I haven't tried it, but you should be able to take it that image, save it out, and then take it into Apollo and add these lighting effects.
0: Hmm. You know what? I haven't tried. That's interesting. I have not tried that either. But that would be interesting now, to try.
1: Yeah. Now that that being said, you can also do the lighting effects with Focus, but I'm not sure if that's in your not purchase. Or it comes with the free um, version?
0: You, well, I can let you know because I do, I only have the free version. There's okay. a limited. So you will, okay. if you want to do something beyond what's kind of built in limit, uh, you will have to uh, pay the extra money, which, you know, it, it, I would say give it a try and see if it actually works out for you first.
1: Yeah.
0: Before you do the in app purchase. that That is the nice thing is that. It's almost a trowel, like an old-fashioned trial version where mm-hmm. you can try it, give it a try, see if you like it. Uh, they'll even let you do they'll let you do the ones which you have to do an in-app purchase for. Um, but it you just can't save it. So you can see, oh, oh I've, yeah. tr- okay, I've tried yeah. this out and yeah, I like the way this really looks. I, I love the, the, the you know the extra part that you can do with it um because yeah they they give you the options of the different light like there's a fluorescent light and sunlight and different options that way with focus so if you try it out you really like you're like okay this is worth the extra money that lets you go and do it which is which is nice Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah so i just thought you know that that's a pretty good deal so i wanted to get that out there that uh that apollo has put their their app on sale
0: Yeah, that is, that is an excellent deal, and like I said, it, it now we'll say this: it only really does one thing, but it does the one thing really well for the lighting yeah, effects. Yeah. And it does something that's also it's kind of neat. You can go negative light. So if you, when you go and you select how how much brightness, you can go where instead of everything being lit, it actually turns it into a silhouette. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that like, if you ever wanted to take a you were like, shot, it's like, oh, that'd be great if that the front here was all blacked out, or just more in shadows. You can actually go into a negative. You can actually inc- kind of increase mm-hmm. the shadow, and treat it like a, a dark light. Yeah,
1: yeah, which is kind of That's an, kind of cool.
0: Yeah, like I said, it, it's a, it's a nice little way to do a little extra creative. Which yeah. it, again, there's. Like, and I kind of kind of repeating what I said earlier but there's so many little apps out there and where in the past before let's say the a lot of the mobile apps came on if you wanted to make changes you did what everyone else did did photoshop and yeah. i i tried to use, I, I've at work I helped someone out with a project and they were using photoshop in our graphics department and that's, that's a, that's overwhelming. Especially if you're just coming in cold, you look at, it, you're like, okay, this thing is an exceptionally powerful app. Now, yeah, it's, a, oh yeah. now it's an exceptionally powerful subscription. Um, but it's so hard. If you're coming in cold and you want to do one or two things, it may be worth it. If you're, Going to get serious, serious to know some of the things it can do. But some of these apps, which are a buck, two bucks, significantly less than even the uh, creative crowd photo option subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, and they only do one or two things, but they do them well, and they're a lot easier to deal with than learning Photoshop.
1: Yeah. yeah, So, it doesn't yeah, take, definitely more you know, It doesn't options. take long to just keep playing around with it and eventually figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, let's move on to our post pick of the week.
1: Post pick of the week.
0: And this week we're ending up the run, uh, the extended run, actually, of the wide 16 by 9 photo and the one we picked was actually one that was just a couple days ago uh from Marie O'Connell the Cornish coastline uh Greg do you want to talk about it a little bit
1: sure uh this one really caught my eye because it's very kind of, it, it's similar in nature to the um the story on Stellar that I was that I just posted last night uh, at the Bruce Peninsula National Park. It's, you know, rocky shoreline. But this place here, uh, it, it's it's a, a, a large place. So Marie had to be, you know, quite some distance away from it when she took the shot. And, you know, it has some nice bluish-green ocean water. I, I'm assuming it's ocean. And um, just a, a massive rocky formation, or like a landmass, Where the water you know goes around it um you know and it it, it's it really suits the wide screen look um that that she's given it and that that goes along with the the assignment so um you know it's it's well exposed and it's it's not overly edited or anything by the looks of it um i'm not sure if she put on there anything about you know, an editing thing or not, Dave, but no, it just uh, it said,
0: yeah, it literally, her only caption was Cornish coastline.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not even sure where that is. I'm going to have to look it up, but uh, um, it, it's just a really, really cool image and it just suits the wide theme very well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the the, the bluish green in the foreground and how that goes, not necessarily against the, The green on the hill, but the rocks just to contrast really look great, and the fact that the shot, the framing wide, helped the shot. So it not only was a great shot, but it was it used the wide uh, format of the photo to uh, to a very much advantage on this. Yeah, and and honestly. Now I'm not overly familiar with Like I said the location But it I hate to say it, it feels like Cold I don't know what the weather is up there But I can imagine they're, they're being that close to water And they've got some pretty Um Heavy white peaks going on there So I can imagine the wind's kicking up a bit there So it just has yeah. that kind of feeling Like you should be bundled up As you're looking over the uh The ocean here Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Marie, we thank you We thank you for posting And congratulations on winning this week So, this ends up The wide photo challenge And We were kind of talking back and forth On what we're going to do Next And Greg, you want to go over What we decided on?
1: Okay uh, we We're actually going to take a page Out of uh, Warren Oppheim's Artful life Phonography community, uh, he puts a weekly challenge up, and this week he posted one for plant life. So we thought, well, why not? You know, why not extend that over to the uh, Facebook group? And we're going to go with plant life, but we put a stipulation on it where no flowers um, are, are going to be. You know, we don't want to see pictures of flowers because there's so much other plant life around and on that you know that we can um, we're surely to find something other than flowers to to shoot you know everybody has a garden or not everybody but a lot of people have gardens there's even in in the uh, in the big city areas there's um, you know trees even growing out of the sidewalk or uh, flower boxes or well they're, they're flowers we're not going to do flowers but no. <laughs> um, you know there's there's bound to be something well, that that we can capture. Yeah.
0: And which, I know, especially, yeah, especially in the, in the Northern hemisphere with us coming to the end of the growing season, um, yeah. being in the city, there's still tons of Ivy and vining, uh, plants oh, yeah. out yeah. there where you can get some really nice photos of the climbing, you know, Ivy or other climbing plant on buildings, depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. like I said, it's still, for most places, it still hasn't. I know there's places out there that, that got snow already in this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. in the plains, you know, they got uh, a half foot of snow already, which they can keep wow. the half foot of snow, yeah. Uh, n- just like, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, 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 wait, wait, no, not ready, no, not here. But uh, most places, there's still plants left, even during snow. Uh, you do have plants peeking up, especially early snows like this, where you're not having the you know, sub-zero, both in Celsius and Fahrenheit temperatures, as yeah, the central plains yes. tends to get. Uh, they're not quite there yet, so do you still have some plants poking up that could make some interesting photos. Um, and even just if you're not bone-chilling cold and buried in snow yet uh there's still plenty of uh, opportunities out there to have some plant plant life uh photos going on mm-hmm. so and that'll be posted to the uh posted as a reply to the uh post in the facebook group and that'll be put as an announcement Uh, It'll be available before the podcast. Um, We actually make those posts during the podcast or right after we're done with the podcast. So it'll be available before uh, the podcast drops here. Uh, So post early, post often. Uh, We do appreciate people posting multiple times. Just, you know, don't think uh, I've only posted once. Uh, I don't really want to post again. We we do appreciate that. The only thing we think we kind of really ask is that the photo be taken during the challenge itself so if you could say oh I remember back in April I took it may have been a great picture from back then but for the challenge we're really more curious on what you can do now with the challenge in your mind yep and now before we finish up Greg do you want to tell that story you were
1: talking about Uh, (laughs) Okay, so um, right now up here in uh, in Canada, in Toronto, or north of Toronto where I live, uh, I'm about two and a half hours north northwest of Toronto, so the fall colors are just starting to come into their own here. Uh, I think maybe another week or two they'll be just prime, and I'm hoping to get out and shoot more at that time, but... My wife and I took a drive today down to a local waterfall. So it's about 45 minutes away, but it's still local, really. And so we get in there. You know, there's a few vehicles in there parked. And uh, now this waterfall, the the best vantage point is probably from down at the river level. But I wasn't going to venture down there. Um, so there's an opening between some trees at the top side where you can... Set up your camera on a tripod or whatever and, and take a nice long exposure of the water. And sure enough, there was a gentleman standing there and he had a, you know, he had a big, a big Nikon DSLR with a battery pack on it. He had a really big sturdy tripod. He had a really good lens and he was, um, I think he might have had a circular polarizer on there and he was, he was shooting long exposures of the, of the waterfall. I went over with my phone, stood there beside him, took a three-second shot with Spectre, and then i he was looking at me and I looked at him and I showed him the photo and I said, it's amazing what, what you can do with this handheld, eh? He looked at that and he said, well, I guess I'll be putting a bunch of stuff online for sale tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I I thought it was so. I don't know. It's Kijiji. I don't know if Kijiji is in the states or not, but it's in Canada here. It's a pretty popular website for selling things. And he says, Mm -hmm. "Oh, looks like I'm going to have to put a whole pile of stuff on Kijiji tonight." Uh, He was he was very very impressed with the fact that I could do that handheld and have it turn out as well as it did. Um, I mean, I was impressed with with how well Spectre works. Yeah, but so I, you know, I started to explain to him that it 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 uh, makes use of the um, uh, image stabilization in the lens, and he wasn't even aware that the iPhone had stabilization in the lenses. And I said, "Oh yeah, it's been out since the iPhone 6. And uh, um, you know, so then now he now he's interested. So he's asking questions, and then another another gentleman came along. And he says, "Oh, so show him this picture." So you know, I took another one, and I we were we, so the three of us are standing there, and we're talking about this. These these guys are professional photographers. Mm. I looked at their websites, and they've got some really really good images on there. Um, one of them's on 500px, and another one Ooh. just has a standalone website. Their images are absolutely gorgeous the uh, The one guy does a lot of um, like wildlife and birds and things like that. and i mean these these photos are tack sharp. They're absolutely amazing. The guy that's on five hundred px, he he does a lot of landscapes and panoramas of mountain scenes and and I mean, these images are gorgeous, and they were just totally taken aback by what I was able to produce on the phone. So then they're asking about the lens. I had my Moment Tele lens. I had my Moment Wide lens. And, you know, they're wondering, well, how does that hook on there? So I showed them the mount on my, my phone case and how it how it just goes on there. And, um, you know, quarter turn, bang, it's locked in place. And then mm. I showed them the difference on the screen of, of the wide and, and without the wide. Um, you know, I, I thought that, that's pretty darn cool that, you know, these guys are shooting with thousands of dollars worth of equipment. And they're asking me all this stuff about the iPhone and, and you know, taking these waterfall pictures. So, you know, they gave me their cards. I sent them an email tonight with links, uh, links to the show. They were, I, I asked them if they listened to podcasts and I told them about Tiny Shutter, And so I, I sent them some information and the one I heard back from already. And he said his daughter might be very interested in some of this stuff. So, um you know it, it's just funny how when you run into someone out shooting the the conversation can turn to mobile so fast and and I even told them that I I sold all my Canon stuff just to shoot with this and you know they, I think they were somewhat impressed with the fact that I did that so I just thought it was funny when the guy said that he was going to put all his stuff online to sell <laughs> but um yeah the other the other gentleman that the one that came along later uh he was a little less. Um, he was a little less impressed. I think, though, he was impressed. But I, you know, I told him flat out. I said, you know what? Like, this is not going to get the same shot that you guys are going to get with those. Don't get me wrong.
0: Right.
1: I love what I do with this, but it's not going to match what you guys can do with that. Because, because, as much as I'm on the mobile bandwagon, that's a fact, and I'm not afraid to admit that either. Um, you know, you you just can't get with a with a little sensor that we have in these things you can't get what a full frame dslr can get so right. uh and, and i told them that too i said i'm 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 i know we're limited with these things and i i accept the challenge so you know, it was a pretty good conversation we probably oh, talked for about 10 minutes and well, that's good and uh, and then we went on our way so yeah so it was it was fun and i and i got some good shots of the um of the waterfall and and the path to it again i was thinking of my stellar story right and how i might put mm-hmm. that together as i was going along so so it was fun
0: cool yeah it's always neat when you can kind of just strike up a conversation out of the blue there yeah. and uh, you know not not necessarily you know it may turn out that you know people are like you took that with a phone huh But just in terms of you know, getting back and forth with people and and spreading ideas about photography, that's always a fun thing.
1: Yeah, and there actually there was a couple of ladies there. Uh, They were on their own together, and um, they were taking photos of the of the waterfalls and the rivers and that with iPads. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Mark's probably just cringing right now as he (laughs) listens to this. (laughs) <laughs>
0: well, hey, you know but what? Though that's not the first time I've seen that either. Oh no, no. My my one cousin, um, she doesn't have a smartphone, but she has an iPad. So when she visited us and we went to the zoo, she used her iPad as her camera, and it also helps the fact of having that large of, if you will, a viewfinder and oh, a yeah. viewer the photos for something you know she had a i think it was a full it wasn't a mini so it was the like the 9.7 inch i think and Mm. something that large and she's I i don't want to say a little older but she's a little older so um being in the little bit older and i need good and unique glasses that i'm in at least uh having that larger screen is a big help sometimes so that's always a positive especially with the rumors i'm sorry
1: well, I was just going to say the new iPad Pros, they have basically the same cameras that are coming out in the iPhones. So, they are really really good cameras. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they have the same sing- they have the single lens, but the rumor Yeah. The rumor is and it looks like we're not going to have an October event unless they throw something out like really quick. Um mm-hmm. but and they still could or they could have a, a release somehow saying, you know, we've updated our It would be more of a minor release now for the iPad or or a new MacBook. Um, But the last rumor I saw was spring of next year, uh, the new iPad Pro with the three-camera system, similar to the iPhone 11 Pro. So uh, if you can get the exact same cameras that the iPhone 11 Pro has in an iPad size, and maybe throw in some um, uh, radar-based time of flight to get some more mm-hmm. augmented reality and, and even better depth effect. Um, if they do that, which it's still, you know, it's, it's one thing to say what Apple can do, and another thing to say what they will do at a certain price point. But if they yeah. do that, all of a sudden that iPad is equal, like you said, it would be equal to an iPhone in terms of the pictures that would come out, except that now you're going to have a 10, uh, what, 10 11, 13 something on that size screen, um, and not just a smaller screen to actually do the editing. And the pros since they're USB C, a lot more options for inputting and outputting. Yeah. So that would be that would be something exciting, but I've only seen the first little bit of rumors for 2020. So it's still for me early enough to say interesting. Um but not enough to say, "Oh, my iPad just broke or my or I need a new iPad and I have a 4-year-old iPad." Not enough hard rumors for me to say, "Yeah, hold off on buying anything for right now." Yeah. You know, we're right. talking probably at least six months away. So, but, you know, it, it, rumors are always fun.
1: Oh, yeah. And as much as I'd love to get a new iPad, I just can't justify the purchase right now either. So, yeah.
0: Well, like I said, it's one of those things of, do you do you need it? And you think, do I really need it?
1: yeah really. you know
0: so it's 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 a, unfortunately it's just the one thing that's hitting the the phones also it's like do i need a new phone well define need um yeah that's right <laughs> my phone's working <laughs> fine i have plenty of storage it takes wonderful photos and i can do everything else i want with it the night mode photos are really fascinating but it, that's not yeah. a need, and I yeah, even the monthly prices that 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 turns into. I don't want to say an alchi, but it's still it's an impact. Even doing the um, oh yeah, even doing let's say the eighteen T thirty month plan. So the you know twelve or twenty four month plan, it's still it, it's a chunk of your set. It's a chunk of uh, it's a chunk of money still. So that's one thing. Everything yep. everyone has to look at their own your need versus where you are in terms of the additional cost and is it something you you know going to make that much of a difference. So
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Okay, well, um, honestly, my photography related week has been kind of boring. it's my it's my uh, my turn to be boring this week. Um, nothing really much. Now the one thing I the only thing I really did was uh, I did go to a wedding this past weekend. And I used the stitching, the live photos together to make a video, um, to make a quick little video when the bride and groom had the cake cutting and feeding each other bits of cake in their face. Uh, so that, that turned out actually pretty good. Uh, the one thing I did notice is that when you do the stitching, it does keep the audio. So, I mean, you can get rid of the audio if you want to, but it by default it does keep it. So you hear all the ambient sound going on. Um, but it, you know, I was able to take some photos, stitch together, I think four or five photos, I think three or four photos and got a 10 second video out of it. So, you know, I know we mentioned it last week and actually got a chance to actually try it out in a real world situation. It turned out pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Turned out pretty nice. Yeah.
1: I'm going to have to try that. I keep forgetting to turn on live photos. Um, but I really want to try that. You know, maybe yeah. I could try that when I'm out shooting the fall colors or something. You know, mm-hmm. if I find some, you know, some more waterfalls or some rivers or something like that, I think mm-hmm. it, may, it might make for a, a a decent little clip.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially like something with movement like that, where you're not having a large amount of movement, especially with the camera not moving much, but you're having enough where it'll give you a nice little extra little um, interest bit. That happens.
1: Yeah, you know, I could use the uh, long exposures I took with Spectre because you can output them as a video too. Mm. Okay, yeah. It it doesn't work the same way. It, no. it, basically, you're watching the uh, the image get built. Right. As the as the seconds go by, right. But I did a nine second exposure today when I was showing those two gentlemen how it works.
0: Mm. So,
1: I'd be interested to see how that looks as a sure. as a video
0: okay yeah i've done I've done that before, and that it does, it does turn out really nice that does turn out nice,
1: yeah well, yeah so cool well, that's great. cool.
0: well, anything else you wanna bring up this week? Well, I think that's about it. nope sounds good uh sounds like we got a podcast this week uh again, next week we'll uh, hope right now the plan is to be a much fuller staff with more with with more voices, but uh, we want to thank everyone for uh, joining us this week. And, Greg, you want to tell everyone where we can find you?
1: Well, you can find me on Stellar now, uh, the Stellar app, and with my name, Greg McMillan. You can find me on Dayflash at McMillan. And on the Artful Iphonography community as my name, Greg McMillan, there too. Okay.
0: And you can find me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Dayflash as ProfPod. And you can find me on... Um, in the Facebook group is Dave Podner, uh, and one thing I did want to mention—it's it, kind of re-popped in my head. Uh, you know, some you know it's um, inner inner thought process here, but when something happens earlier in the week, you tend to forget about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if it doesn't pop up. So yeah,
0: I was a guest on the awesome cast again this week on Sorgatron media. Oh, nice. Uh, and he gave lots of nice t- plugs about the, uh, about our, our podcast here for tiny shutter and appreciate and thank him for that. And, uh, you can find him, um, you, actually, if you just do for awesome casts, um, and find it that way, or look for Sorgatron media, uh, he, so that is in the Apple podcast. It is an audio one, but in their Facebook group, he does release the video. Uh, and you can see some excitement that should be familiar to people, uh, long-term listeners of the podcast.
1: <laughs> I think I know where you're going with that one.
0: Yeah, we had some visitors. So – um yeah. Now, for, the, for our show, you can find our links uh, on the show notes to the Facebook group, YouTube channel, and Patreon. And we do uh, very much appreciate our Patreons, uh, help keep things going along, uh, at, by going to tinyshutter.com. Oh, great. Thanks for, thanks for the conversation tonight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we made it, and we kept the train on the tracks.
0: Yep. And thanks so much, and... Have a great week.
1: Yeah, have a good week, people.
0: Okay. Um, you know what? It doesn't sound right unless someone says it. Bye bye.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five star rating. See you next week.
0: what's our trajectory oh, no. 95% certain this will end in
1: massive <laughs> flaming disaster and the other 5% irrelevant sir this is a great shot Mav. I should be a photographer
0: and boom barely <laughs> uh, of course if we if we really want to make Matt unhappy we and I don't have the clip um, Oh yeah! (laughs) I'm feeling tingly.
1: (laughs) Oh, that sounded pretty close, Dave.
0: (laughs)